When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Available every week on britishicehockey.co.uk. Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And on this week's show, we'll be discussing league title victories, three in a row for Streatham, as we'll be joined by player coach Ben Painter this week. We'll also be hearing from the Bristol Pitbulls as they chase a playoff spot in the National League. And speaking of playoff spots, well, the Sutton Sting secured theirs in North 2 this past week and we'll be joined by their player coach as well. All of that on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. So, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. So, Jamie Elson, head coach of the Bristol Pitbulls, will be joining us shortly to discuss that race for the playoffs in the National League. And speaking of playoff spots, we'll also be hearing from the player coach at the Sutton Sting as Sutton secured their spot in the playoffs in North 2 this past week. But before that, some silverware news. I'm making it three league titles in a row. Let's hear from Stratton now. A four-point weekend for them last weekend over the Slough Jets meant that they secured their third league title in a row. And for more now on this magnificent achievement for the London club, on Thursday, I caught up with their player head coach. It's a welcome back to the show to Ben Painter. Well, Ben, a big thank you for joining us and uh, a big congratulations on, a well, three straight league titles now at Streatham. I mean, how was your weekend? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, firstly, thank you very much. Um, thanks for having me. Uh, and yeah, it was, uh, it was it was good. Obviously, we went into a double header against Slough, which is never an easy game. Um, and yeah, quite quite odd that we had a double header against Slough, really, home and away. It was uh, felt more like a, a playoff weekend going into be able to get four points and win the league, although it was in the league. So it was, um, yeah, it was good to come out the end of it and, and yeah, pick up another trophy. Now, one thing that's been noticeable uh, about recent results at Streatham is, is the score lines. You know, you've you've been marching towards this line of of getting this league title, but Sunday night was was a bit more nervy. I'm, I'm going to suggest Slough made you work for it. Yeah, I mean they're they're a good team. They're a, a young, well-drilled team. Um, it's uh, like you say, we've been we've been putting some putting the puck in the net 
a lot lately, um, and, and that's a real sort of um, sort of testament to the boys that we've got a job to do. Let's get it done, and we've 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 put in some great performances. Um, but yeah, we played. Obviously, this was our first double header we've had. I think this side of Christmas. So I think come come the Sunday, we were we were pretty tired. Although the scoreline was quite big on on Saturday in Slough, we had to work for that as well. So I think we we had a, a sort of a slow first period um, on Sunday, and yeah, it was a case of I think we were a little bit tired at times, but we knew what we had to do. And they're they're a good team, and they had some good net minding, and we 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 got it done in the end. And it's an unbelievable winning streak that, that the club's on at the moment when it when it comes to league matches. And it's easier said than done. I mean, how, how have you managed to, to keep the focus of everyone playing? Because I think it's 17 games unbeaten in the league. You have to go back to November, I think, for the last defeat against Chelmsford. Um, I, I mean, how have you kept that focus going? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, we're always driven. You know what I mean, we want to we be challenging for trophies and we know at this level to, to win trophies, you can't drop points. Um it's, it's it's there's never much in it come the end of the year, so it's it's always sort of on our mind that you know what I mean we're we're there to win every game and we wanna we wanna go into every game with the with the sort of mindset that we're gonna win. Um, it helps having so much depth. Um, if a couple of guys are having a night off, there's always guys ready to step up and and do a job. And with the goaltending we've got, it, it gives us a, a good chance every night to to get a result. And yeah, I think for, from our depth, it's it's a it's a it's a massive reason why we're doing so well. And and for you as a obviously we've discussed it before about becoming a player coach. Um, you've obviously won the league as a player. How how does it differ um, to winning it as a player versus winning it as as the the big boss? Um, yeah, I mean it's always good uh, winning trophies. You know what I mean? You can't. There's it's always a great feeling. Um, the pressure is is uh, is slightly different. Um, I'll be honest, I got a little bit emotional when we, we did win it. I think that was more relief than anything. It's uh, obviously stepping into big shoes with Kazi and Farney there in previous years. So I think there's always a bit of doubt that you put on yourself. And uh, yeah, I think the, the pressure is 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 a lot a lot more, but the the boys make it easy. It's do you know what I mean it's uh, it's always uh, there's always that stress there. But in the grand scheme of things, we've got a great group and we've got lots of leaders and it, it makes makes my life a, a lot easier going going sort of through throughout the year. And and to win the league title three times on on the trot with with a COVID uh, interruption in there as well. I mean, I mentioned the the unbeaten run that the club's on, but to do that, that's pretty impressive as well. Yeah, I mean, like you say, it's um, it's it's a it's an impressive feat. Um, it's it's hard to win trophies. It's hard to win a league. You've got to be consistent. Um, and to be consistent over three seasons is is a is is a great thing to do. Um, like like I say, with the with the group and the core we've got. It makes things easier managing to retain a lot of that core every year makes things also sort of a lot easier and just having to change bits and pieces through whatever reason um we we've got a, a sort of environment now where winning is is what we what we sort of strive to do so it's it's not not an easy thing to do and staying engaged and staying ready to go is is difficult but we we enjoy winning we we celebrate these trophies sort of the last trophy lot like we want celebrated the first trophy we we enjoy it and that's what we're here to do well, like I said at the start of this, big congratulations on, on that league title. Um, next up, obviously, Ben, we've got four games remaining of the of the of the regular season. Then then we go into into the playoffs. Um, how how do you take to this now? Because you're on this unbeaten run. We saw with with the slow result on, on Sunday. It's a tough league with plenty of competitive matches. So you you don't really want to take your foot off the accelerator, but but you could quite easily do that now. Yeah, I mean it's always difficult, and you know, I mean over, over uh, sort of you look at teams that do win the league. Sometimes there's a little dip, but 
the message for me is we're keeping on going. We're, we're playing Chelsea this weekend, who uh, is never an easy game, especially in, in their rink. Um, we play Invicta as well in the run, which is a difficult sort of game always. Oxford, on a, we play Oxford, who are on a bit of a heater at the moment. And, and then we finish the year off, I think, with Milton Keynes away which is as a big ice and you never know what can happen so yeah it's we're going into the final four games to to keep good form good habits and making sure that we're we're taking our winning streak straight into playoffs for us that's the plan yeah and how important is it to have that momentum going into the playoffs because the, the playoffs are in south one they're long and you've, you've got to have momentum and you, you've got to be all fit and healthy as well at the same time and 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 i think that's last part of it i think last year we were we were hit with injuries a little bit which made things a little bit harder um but like I say, like as much as we don't want to be getting guys injured and things like that, we we want to keep good habits. And the way the reason we we sort of have the success we do is because we we have good habits. We have sort of our set systems that we we sort of stick to. Um, so going into going into the playoffs, we want to be we want to be fresh on that. We don't we're not sort of in a position where we can just switch it on and off whenever we want. There's there's good teams in this league that can, can get a job done. So we need to be sort of all systems go dialed in, going into playoffs. So yeah, these next four games I'm I'm expecting I'm expecting wins from and, and sort of good performances. And and you mentioned uh, your your reaction when, when it was finally confirmed you won the league, but just generally at the club there's there's a good vibe, there's a good spirit at the moment and it's it's about keeping that momentum going both on and off the ice, isn't it? I suppose heading into the playoffs. Exactly that, and like you say, our fans have been there with us throughout throughout this whole process over the years, and we expect to still have good crowds and things like that going towards the playoffs. Um, so we owe it to them to to give a performance. They're they're paying their money and things like that. So yeah, not even for ourselves and our our own sort of momentum. We we owe it for the people that are coming to watch week in week out to to give a good performance and make sure we're still sort of. Yeah, given that that product for for the fans really. And uh, just the last couple of questions, Ben. Just about um, the the legacy now because it's three straight league titles. You know, there's been a, a change of coach there, and it's it's still another league title. Um, I mean, how optimistic are you about the future for for Streatham and and just continuing to build year on year like like you have done since uh, you know the last the last league title? Yeah, I mean, um, like you say, it's a bit of a legacy now, and we're getting to that point where everyone wants to take it off us. So we've got to stay, we've got to stay competitive. Um, in my mind, looking, looking at next year, obviously as long as I'm still in a job, we've got a good core and I don't see that core sort of being broken up anytime soon. We're all still fairly young. We've only got a, a couple of guys that are over 30 kind of thing. So the, the, the core of the group is still, still a young group. Um, and we've got some great juniors coming up and we're bringing juniors through the, the relationship with the junior club is, is getting better and better. Uh, and yeah, in the sort of the back of my mind, I want to be bringing as many juniors up as I can. Um, we've we've got plenty of guys skating with us, and we we aim to bring them into the club into more full time positions as as time goes on and when they're ready. And it's a case of yeah, just sort of keeping our core together, try and bring as much sort of youth through the Streatham program as we can, and just stay competitive. It's, it's what we're here to do. We're we're here to win trophies, and we're here to sort of enjoy ourselves. And off the back of enjoying ourselves is winning. So. Yeah, this is sort of where we are and we want to keep going with it, really. No, good stuff. And and last question, Ben, uh, just about, you know, the last few games of the, of the regular season, then straight into into the playoffs as well. Uh, how, how much are you looking forward to, to what's next <laughs> in the the immediate after after the excitement of Sunday, uh, getting back to the bread and butter and uh, and the playoffs as well? Yeah, like you say, we, we're, we're looking to the playoffs now. Everyone loves playoff hockey. It's It's fun. It's exciting. We may have a bit of playoff hockey before that. I think Victor are chasing down third sort of position in the league. So 
their game against us will be they'll be hunting for points as well um so it's all on the line really and yeah we like I say we're, we're looking to the play everyone loves playoffs right we've got um we've had some great matchups in the playoffs before and it's where the most exciting hockey is it's knockout and yeah it's um we're looking forward to it and then obviously on to coventry after that to I'm assuming it's looking like it'll be Solway again in the in the national final, and we we've got some uh, some scores to settle there. We're we're sort of eagerly awaiting that, and we want to get to that game as quickly as we can and try and get that title as well. Well, Ben Painter, uh, player coach at Streatham, a big big thank you for joining us on this week's show. Big congratulations to yourself and everyone at the club, and uh, all the best for the playoffs as well. Thank you very much. Cheers. Player coach of Streatham, Ben Painter there, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And a big congratulations to everyone at Streatham for securing that league title last weekend. Let's go to the National League now. And it was a three-point weekend for the Bristol Pitbulls. A remarkable game for them against the Raiders on Saturday night. Victorious by nine goals to six. And then on Sunday, losing to Milton Keynes, but only after overtime, 5-4. So a three-point weekend for Bristol. They're four points behind Basingstoke and that playoff spot as we enter the running in the National League. And for a bit of a catch-up now with the Pitbulls, let's hear from their head coach. It's a welcome back to the show to Jamie Elson. Well, Jamie, a big thank you for joining us. And, uh, well, a three-point weekend. Um, I mean, we'll get to the MK result in a second. But... We do have to start off talking about that Raiders match. Um, huh. Quite a phenomenal match, to say the least. Uh, an advert for the National League. Maybe not an advert for defending, but certainly an epic encounter. How 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 was that match against the Raiders? Yeah, it was uh, it was one for the fans, maybe not one for the coaches, that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, it, me and Sean know each other pretty well. So, uh, yeah, we kind, of, <laughs> we kind of spoke about it after and on Monday morning a little bit, but... Uh, you know, defensively as a, as a team, you know, we, you know, as a group, we haven't been good enough this year. You know, we've probably leaked too many goals and that's probably been our biggest challenge uh, as a group in this first year coming up. But, um, you know, give the guys credit, you know, they, they stuck in a game and, um, you know, we had a, we had a huge night offensively uh, to a guy, you know, everyone was going and uh, we really showed a kind of uh, never say die attitude that night. So, um, you know, as much as I think we wanted a few of them back, the other end of the ice, we, we were superb. Yeah, if you ever wanted an example of a roller coaster game, dear listener, this was it. It finished nine six in the end uh, to Bristol, but at one point Bristol were four two down, then five four up, then six five down, and then eventually went on to win nine six. How do you cope with a match like that? And because you know all the tw- all the twists and turns, having to adapt as as the game progresses, um, and you know try and keep keep your jaw up. I'm, I'm imagining as well uh, in, on some occasions. I mean, how, how do you cope with a match like that as a, as a coach? <laughs> yeah, it was tough. I didn't think we were great in the first twenty. Um, you know, we found ourselves down. You know, we talked a lot about the importance of the game for us in terms of our season and uh, being at home. And yeah, we didn't have a great start, but uh, like I said, you know, we kind of stayed with it and uh, we got a we got a goal late in the first period that kind of brought the game back to four uh, three. And that was just kind of pivotal. We went back into that kind of first break instead of being four two down, kind of disappointed at, at that start and conceding four in the opening twenty. We actually go in and you're kind of looking at it, saying, "Well, you know, actually it's only one goal game after you know a, a poor start." So you know, we kind of after that first twenty, we kind of hit the reset, and then we were much better in the uh, second twenty and uh, the last period. We really came into our own. Yeah, and then obviously you've you've had a, a tough night, but got the two points there. The next night, 
a tough game, definitely, away at Milton Keynes. And I suppose it, it goes to show you just where your squad is at the moment. That uh, I'm imagining you feel slightly disappointed that you only got a point from that game uh, against a team competing up at the top end. Yeah, 100%. You know, and uh, we, we said that afterwards. Uh, you know, it was a big weekend and, and going there, you know, we, we were there six, seven weeks before and, and got pretty much humiliated there, you know, and uh, on a tough night where we were down some bodies. But, you know, we were down some bodies again Sunday, you know, uh, it was a weekend where we were pretty short benched. And um, I just guess it, you know, shows a bit of the character in, in the in the team and you know, the pride and the determination that the guys want a battle to the end, you know, and we, we know we're in a fight here to try and make the top eight. And we're passionate about that. Um, but yeah, you know, we go down uh the guys are devastated after the game that we didn't win, you know, uh, as much as I think a lot of teams would take that as a point gained, you know, we really felt it was a point lost. And I think that says a lot about um, the display and the, the kind of guts and determination that the guys put in on Sunday, you know, uh, like I said, short bench to a man, you know, we felt, even though we got our shot, we felt like in terms of chances and great days, we thought we were right in it with them. You know, we we're leading 1-0, 2-1, 3-2, you know, um, yeah, we really felt we were right in the game. You know, I, I guess coaches sort of moaning about decisions. You know, a penalty with a minute to go and it, on a neutral zone call, we kind of felt was a little harsh. Um, and ultimately, they go in. You know, they go and score the winner in OT. And uh, you know, it's a great, it won't take anything away. You know, they execute on the power play, and it's a great shot by Wallace. But um, yeah, we're a little bit, I guess, that the game overall, which was a good game, was dis- decided on a penalty call. Yeah, all that all that being said, though, I mean, like like we said, I mean, uh, a three point weekend. And do you feel that that weekend? Obviously, we've got eight games left of of the regular season, four points uh, outside the top eight and and that uh, place that Basingstoke's got at the moment. Um, do you feel that this uh, weekend might be just just what the, the the club needed to to springboard you into these final rounds of matches now in the league? Yeah, I hope so. You know, that's the message. Um, that was the message after the weekend in the room on Sunday night. You know, uh, like I said, you know, heads were down that we, we dropped the point there. And uh, But the message was, you know, it's a three-point weekend against two good teams that are above us in the league. And if we play the same way as we did, you know, with the same kind of uh, application and desire and effort level, then most weekends we feel like we'll take points. Um, and that's something we've got to do. We've got, to, we've got four weekends here where we have to be looking to take three, four points out of most of these weekends right now if we're going to catch the teams above us. But, um, you know, we've had a really good week in practice and the mood's good and guys are working hard. And I think it's been a bit of a shot in the arm. Hopefully, um, it's been a tough spell since New Year. You know, we've kind of uh, haven't had the best run. So, you know, it is tough. Uh, but we needed, yeah, we needed a weekend like that. We needed to kind of break from that and um, have something to get excited about and reinvigorate ourselves. And, um, you know, we've got some strong characters in the room that, you know, we've got a lot of guys that are winners and, I think, you know, they they were happy that we kind of proved that we can do it. But uh, it's been a crazy league. Everyone can beat everyone on on any night. We've seen that. So, uh, you know, we've been culprit of that. We've had some upsets, but we've also dropped some points where we're kicking ourselves. I mean, the excitement's certainly there. I mean, we'll get to the, the Steel Dogs match and the Peter Fantas match in a second. I mean, the, the home game on Saturday looks like it's it's heading for a sellout or, or close to it, that's for sure. Uh, but just a, a general catch-up, Jamie, as well, because we caught up early in the season. Uh, I think after maybe your first win of the campaign or, or certainly a couple of wins into the campaign. And and here we are uh, talking with, with not too many games left of the season. Certainly been a, a learning curve for the club uh, joining the National League this season. But as we've seen this past weekend, um, certainly competing, that's for sure. So, I mean, how, how do you think you, you found uh, the National League this year as, as a club and the step up? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a challenge. It's been a huge challenge, I think, with all... Put our hands up to that, you know. It's uh, it's been a roller coaster for sure. There's been some highs, there's been some lows, um, 
I think, you know, the biggest thing coming in is that we knew it was going to be a bit, pretty big leap up and we knew that recruiting was going to be tough. Um, but we, you know, we kept saying in the summer that we wanted to put a team that was young. That was going to be the start of a process that's hopefully going to be a couple of years in, in the building. Um, and it's tough, you know, people want to win right now. And I'm probably the biggest culprit of that. You know, everyone wants to have success right now and it's, it's hard to go to games and lose. And we've had some heavy losses this side of Christmas uh, that, that are hard to swallow as a coach. But um, you have to step back and kind of remind yourself, yeah, it's the first year and, uh, you know, it's been a a crazy year and a half since we've gone back to Bristol, you know, uh, they were a division two team basically at that point. And now we're talking about, you know, trying to be in the playoffs at the national league a year and a half later. So, um, yeah, I think you have to kind of step back sometimes and remind yourself, you know, where we were and how quick this process has happened. But, you know, having said that, I think on our nights, you know, we've shown, and I think other teams will say the same, like on our night when we're going and we're good, you know, we can be a match for, we feel everyone in the league and, uh, just our consistency hasn't been there. And I guess that's, you know, that's to do with uh, the first year being up and, and a young team. And um, I think there's a couple of things I would do differently, obviously, if I could go back again. But, uh, I mean, off the ice, it's been a tremendous success. You know, the crowds have been there. Where I think we're 10 sellouts in a row since Christmas. You know, we haven't had a game that hasn't been sold out since since Christmas. So, you know, off the ice and in terms of you know, the fan base and the fans that we're building in Bristol, we've got to be hugely positive. Yeah, it's, de- it's a definite springboard, that's for sure. And, and um I mean, how important is it? I mean, you mentioned the age of the, the squad and that kind of thing. I mean, when you look at the roster, it, it's very noticeable that the age is there. I mean, you've still got players who are young, like like Callie Robertson, who is obviously very good at this level and uh, someone a bit more experienced, like Owen Sobchuk's experience, add, adding to that uh, squad. Um, how important are those building blocks for, for next season? Because this squad's only going to get better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, we went into Division One a year ago and... Uh... When, when Rich brought me into Bristol and, you know, we kind of talked about putting a team together and we said then, you know, we've got to put a young team together. We've got to think about the future. We've got to be young and exciting. And that's how we wanted to approach Division One. And, you know, we did that last year and we felt the team obviously had a successful year. But I think, you know, there was lots of positives and there was lots of positive feedback around the league about the type of team and, and the style and being young and fast and exciting. Uh, and we wanted to carry that over into this year because we believe in that. You know, I'm a big believer in, in giving the young Brits an opportunity and we want some exciting prospects, you know, guys that the fans can really get behind here. But, uh, you know, recruiting is hard, especially when you know, there isn't a historic pool of players in Bristol that we can just pick up the phone to and just say, like, yeah, we're getting the band back together here back in Bristol. Like, there, there isn't a junior development system. There hasn't been a junior development system here. So, that you know, there isn't that pool in Bristol so straight away. That's tough. You know, you're having to go reaching down into Swindon, into Cardiff, you know, uh, further afield. And uh, that obviously proves challenges with things like you know the number of guys we have in housing and things like that which is a big expense so yeah i mean the big thing was that we didn't want to be re-recruiting year after year we want to put a kind of core group of guys here that we're going to invest time in and uh hopefully over a couple of years we'll see the the sort of uh fruits of our labor yeah and uh, i was going to say i mean in in south to the nihl uh, second team that they're they're doing quite well this year aren't they as well so um, it is all about developing those pathways for the future, isn't it? Yeah, the Division 2 team having a great year. They're right up there. I mean, they've got a couple of games left. I think uh, if they win all their games at this point, they'll they'll win that title, which is a big uh, accomplishment for those guys because, you know, Guildford in that division have been the, the top team for a number of years and have had a very strong group. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, we've got some guys in the background. We've actually, you know, caught a few guys up on two ways on, on some nights where we've been a bit short-bodied and uh, there's some good guys there. But we're starting to actually bring some young guys into that group as well that, you know, we see hopefully uh, will be guys that we can maybe filter through in time. But yeah, I mean, it's 
you know, as much as it was a tough summer, like putting everything together, it was chaotic on and off the ice, you know, getting ready to go at the short notice for national. But, you know, hopefully things will be a little bit easier this year. But, um, you know, the big thing is just that, you know, we've got to put the building blocks in. You know, we've got to have that base and that structure, you know, with the staff and, and everything off the ice. And then on the ice, you know, we want the building blocks. You know, I think most teams have kind of got those handful of core guys that when you look at them they've been there for years and they're kind of the foundation of that club and um you know we're starting to see who those guys are going to be you know we had some guys who were with us last year who had real big breakout years and they've come up this year and we're, we were kind of challenging them saying well here's a window of opportunity you know we don't know how well you're going to do it national league but they've done everything that we expected and more so we're excited about those guys you know we're excited about those guys now and um hopefully what they'll be in terms of Bristol Pitbull guys in the future. Oh, good stuff. And uh, off the ice, um, no problem in selling tickets for this weekend against the Steel Dogs. You will be heading for a sellout on this one, won't you, on Saturday night? It's a, a big game, but I, I suppose this is your, your future, your labour, isn't it, where you, you go out on the ice on, on a Saturday and you see a sellout crowd like that in Bristol, in those great facilities. Um, that, that makes it all worthwhile, I'm going to suggest. Yeah, I think uh, um, it'll be sold out. I think last time I checked, there was under 100 tickets left and... Uh, you know, we've been lucky it's been selling out, you know, we, we know how lucky we are for the fan support that we get, you know, and uh, a lot of these games are sold out midweek, you know, so there's not even like a walk up on game day. They usually, uh, the last couple of weekends were sold out kind of Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in the week, which says everything about the, the demand that there is there. So, yeah, you know, we're excited about that. The guys are excited, you know, it's, um, it makes getting up for a Saturday night home game, you know, easy when you know you come into the rink on a Saturday and, the place is going to be full and you know the guys who were making some comments last weekend about uh how loud the building was you know it's um you know when we're going and obviously we you know we're scoring goals and we're winning like we were last saturday it's uh the, the building is pretty loud so they were kind of saying that they thought it was the loudest it's been this year that third period last week when we kind of pulled away and and, and got the empty netter at the end the roof was kind of blowing off the building and um you know look the guys are young professional athletes you know like anyone in any sport you want to play in front of people you want to go to game day and have a crowd supporting you and you want it to be, you know, noisy and passionate. And, uh, you know, that's the one thing we've got, you know, we've got a good facility in a great city and with, with a good fan base already. So, um, you know, that's a huge building block for us to build on. And it, it, from, it makes my job with recruitment obviously a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, last question, Jamie, obviously, like we said, Sheffield on Saturday, uh, you've got Peterborough as well. Um, we've not even mentioned that massive game next Saturday against Basingstoke. Blimey. Um, we're into the closing straight here. How much are you looking forward to it, Jamie? And, and what's possible at Bristol as we head towards uh, the, the closing stages of the regular season? Yeah, you know, we're excited for the stretch. It's, uh, I think, you know, we, we, we touched on it in uh, in the room a little bit. You know, we all moan that the, the playoffs are never long enough in this country. You know, we all say, oh, the playoffs need to be longer, but, you know, we're in our playoffs. You know, we, we have to have that mentality. That's kind of how we approached last weekend, saying the playoffs for us have started. You know, every game right now is a playoff game for us to try and make that final eight. So, yeah, you know, that's the kind of mentality. We're just going game by game here. You know, we can't get too high or too low or get too ahead of ourselves. We've... We've got to find a way to pick up points every night. And the Steel Dog games have been good this year. You know, they're a, they're a good team. You know, they're not where they are in the league for no reason. But, you know, the two times we've had them in Bristol already, we've gone 60 minutes. And then we've lost in an OT game and we've lost in a shootout. And again, two games where we're actually kind of kicking ourselves, feeling like we should have come out with two points. And um, so to have them again, you know, we know how tight that series has been. Um, we're excited about having them in our building tomorrow night this They've been really good hockey games against that club this year, and I think tomorrow night will be uh, absolutely no different. But uh, and then, like you say, Peterborough, Peterborough Sunday was obviously a really tough ring to go to. So yeah, you know that'll be a different challenge in itself. But uh, you know, with eight games to go, we you know anything is possible. 
you know, looking at the story of Bristol, kind of, you know, like I say, being a Division Two team on the road a year and a half ago to now, just that growth and that development is is, is huge on its own. But uh, if we can go one step further and, and qualify in the top eight, I think we'll see that as a successful year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, Jamie Elson, head coach of the Bristol Pitbulls, a big, big thank you for taking the time out your Friday to join us on this week's show. Big good luck this weekend and all the best of the running as well. Yeah, no, thank you again, Ben. Jamie Elson there, head coach of the Bristol Pitbulls, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Let's go from the National League now to North 2. And the Sutton Sting had a four-point weekend last weekend as they were victorious over the Altrincham Aces by seven goals to five in South Manchester. And that followed up a 3-1 victory on the road at Coventry on Saturday. And as a result of those four points, Sutton Sting have confirmed their spot in the playoffs for this season in North 2. And for a bit of a catch-up now with the Sutton Sting and how they're shaping up ahead of the playoffs, let's hear from their player head coach. It's a welcome to the show to Matt Jeffcock. Well, Matt, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, first is first, big congratulations on those excellent two away victories uh, at the weekend. Uh, very important matches as well. Uh, you must be dead pleased with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've had, not just this week, we've had a good run of fixtures. We've put a few wins on the board. And yeah, really proud of the lads. It's n- never easy at any level in our stuff. You've away and winning two on the bounce on a weekend. And we kept the shots down. And yeah, it was a great re- great weekend and just what we wanted to do before going into it. Yeah, se- seven straight wins now in the league as well. So, um, I mean, confidence must have been high going into into those weekend matches against Coventry and Altrigham. Yeah, um, I think, to, to be honest, I've, I've, uh, I've been banging the drum all season about, I think we've had a bit of bad luck at, throughout and, you know, at the start of the year, I really wanted us to be um, to be pushing the top two, which I I, I think we could have. Um, we had a good pre-season, um, and then for, for whatever reason, it, we just lost a few games that we shouldn't have done, um, and it put a lot of pressure on us you know, towards the back end of the season. And I just think that now we're starting to to show what we can really do. And like you said, with, with seven straight wins, you know, we're, we're really putting that form together at the right time. Yeah, and thanks to the past weekend, uh, now now qualified uh, f- for the playoffs, uh, t- two years on the trot, that's happened now. And um, that victory over Altrincham, um, and I, I mentioned Coventry as well, because Coventry and Altrincham both both going for the, that final playoff spot now. 5-7 uh, against Altrincham. Uh, I've watched the highlights back, they're available on YouTube, uh, thanks to Altrincham's YouTube channel. And that showed great character, that game, I'm going to suggest. So you must be pleased with the team spirit there. Oh, yeah. You know, it, 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 to be completely honest, after the first period, it was a very, you know, very close game. Really happy. And, you know, 7-5 is not our usual game. <laughs> you know, we're not, we're not usually a high-scoring team. Um, you know, so to concede five, um, to come out of our comfort zone and still score seven, I was, I was really happy. But then again, <laughs> I know we shouldn't be conceding that many goals, but... Yeah, it is what it is, and I thought and I thought we did really well to win at the weekend. But that's not an easy place to go. It, you know, they, they really get stuck in. They're, they're doing really well as well. They were battling for a playoff spot. They beat us at home earlier in the year, and um, so it, it was a massive result. And as you said, confidence is really high at the moment throughout throughout the team. Yeah, and it felt it, it looked like um, you know looking in on a, on a four minute highlight package that it was a game that went one way, then the other, then the other, and and then even towards the end, Altrincham looked like they were going to get back into it. I mean, <laughs> how were your nerves after after Sunday? They were, they were shot halfway through the game, if I'm honest, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, like so when they started putting you know when they started putting a few goals together, it's really not our game. That's the most we've scored all season. We haven't scored seven goals all year, so to do it in such a big game, it's. Um, 
it went nice. And uh, you know what? It, 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 it was weird. I never felt like we were going to lose the game. Uh, I always felt like because of the run we're in and the confidence, like you said, I always felt like we were going to come out on the right side. But yeah, it was a, it were a great game uh, and fair play to Altering. And they, they've been a good team so far this season. And then who knows if we'll see them in the playoffs. And, and touching upon the playoffs, uh, like I said, I mean, um, you, you've been here, this is your second year as, as player coach and another year qualifying uh, for, for the playoffs. I mean, what does that mean for the club more generally, uh, do you feel? Yeah, it's massive. Uh, you know, I've been I've been involved with the club now for about 12 years, uh, second year player coaching. I think off the top of my head, I think this is the third time that we've been to the playoffs as a club. Um, it, it's massive, you know. Everyone, I think the way that we've gone about it this year, I'm really proud of the lads. And even just to make the the final four for a club the size of Sutton, you know, which is which is all about sort of developing kids on that small ice at Lammers, and um, it's it's brilliant. And all about the majority of our team, probably 85 percent, is Sutton trained. Um, you know, we, we we haven't got the budgets, we haven't got the you know the infrastructure to be bringing players in, such you know imports and high, uh, any paid players at all. It's 85% is trained sort of players, so it's absolutely like fair play to the club and lower down. You know, Lee and Bob do a great job at Lammers bringing kids through. Um, and yeah, we, we do lose a few to us to Nottingham and Sheffield, but you know, testament to the, to everyone at the club. Um, it's massive and it is really a homegrown club, and that's what we want to keep it as. No, I was gonna. I was gonna mention the age of the roster as well because you know they're they're all um, well, not all of them, but they're, they're, there's a, a good chunk there of players in their late teens and, and early twenties. And when you look where they're from, they're from Nottinghamshire, they're from South Yorkshire, um, and yeah. Uh, but it's it's a good mix as well because there's players like yourself who've got bags of experience and, and a couple of others as well. So it's it's generally a, a good mix there at Sutton. And like you say, it's always been a club that's that's had good strong pathways uh, for for developing ice hockey in that uh, East Midlands South Yorkshire area um, and you know that that bodes very well coming out the other side of COVID what's been achieved in the last two years oh yeah absolutely and you know oh yeah if you go down to the little rink on a Monday night Lammers where the where the old kids play it's, it's booming they've got you know they've got cages full of equipment and they're just getting kids on uh, and, it, and it's brilliant to see I know a lot of clubs are struggling with numbers but down the real bottom end, sort of the 10s and the 12s, Sutton's doing really well. And like you said, we have got a really, really young team. Probably not as young as some of the others, because they're probably even younger now, but I'm, I'm really proud of the lads. And hopefully, you know, if we keep going like this, who knows, I do eventually want to win something, and that was the aim this year. Um, hopefully we'll be able to keep the team together. Um, because like I said, we are young, everyone's enjoying it. And we've got a really good like nucleus, and, and everyone's buying into it. We're really enjoying it. And just touching upon, um, you know, yourself and being being a player coach for for the second season, and you know, qualifying for the playoffs in in both seasons now as a player coach. Um, I mean, like you've already said, you you've got bags of experience as well at that, the club as a, as a player before that. Um, so, how are you enjoying things at the moment? Yeah, I'm 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 absolutely loving it. If I'm honest, I keep saying to lads, uh, despite being 34 and an old dog, <laughs> I still. Um, I still enjoy it. Like I don't know, it's weird. I seem to have got that um, that sort of mojo back, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And watching some of these lads develop, and the games just coming along leap and bounds. It, it's it's so good. I'm I'm really enjoying it, and I'll certainly be carrying on next year. I've already spoke to Missus. We've had green light for next year, which is all good. She really supports me, um, and yeah, the, the club really supports me. Jan's a good manager. She does loads off ice and makes my job simple, just to be able to you know to look after the team on the ice and 
we've got a really good group and I, I, I know that our players are wanting to come and play for us next year and hopefully we manage to keep the majority of what we've got at the moment, which I think we should do. That's good news. And uh, just to, you know, before we talk about next year, obviously there's um, the, the playoffs, but there's also uh, five games remaining as well. So, I mean, how do you how do you take to these remaining five games of the regular season before the playoffs now? And, you know, what what's your targets, do you feel? Um, so, at the moment, as you said, we've, we've guaranteed a playoff spot, uh, which is great. You know, when the league went, that was that. Then we lost in a couple of semi-finals. So, now the, the aim is, is the playoffs, which we got there. Um, the the sort of immediate goal is to come third. Um, you know, we want to be coming third rather than fourth. Not that it makes a huge difference, but, you know, it, as high as we can is, is always the aim. Um, and then, uh, you know, who knows? I've always said that with a strong team, we can give Hull and, Hull and Telford a run. And it shows we beat Telford away this year. Uh, We've given Hull some really good games. And they're two quality teams. You know, and I, I do think we can give them a run for the money, whether we whoever we end up playing in the in the playoffs, absolutely. And how handy is it that the fact that because uh, one thing I've not mentioned yet is the fact that the next two games are away at Telford and and Hull. I mean, that is uh, <laughs> is that good? I, I suppose at this um, point. <laughs> yeah, like it's one like it's one of them. We look. We need to know where we're at. Um, you know, I mean, Telford and Hull have got a hell of a lot to play for this weekend. You know, we've got Telford twice to play, and we've got Hull. Um, as well this weekend, and look, I'm just going to use it as we've done. I'm going to play four lines, and I'm going to aim to develop kids even more. Uh, and you know, we've had some lads that maybe haven't seen as much ice as they wanted to all year. You know, we've had a roster of 28 players, so every game I've been having to, you know, drop players and and let kids play and, and vice versa. So I'm just going to let people play. You know, yes, we're going to try and come third, but I'm just going to let people play for the last five games and enjoy it. And that's what we're all about. Um, you know, I found that when we're enjoying it, we are a much better team. Um, and that's all we're doing again. We're going to go into Saturday or Sunday, enjoy it, and, and who knows what happens. And, and you mentioned something interesting earlier about, you, you know, you'd, you'd like to win something, uh, you know, early on in your in your coaching career. Yeah. Um, but tied to that, is that that philosophy of, you know, developing players and giving them opportunities that you're so, so proud of uh, as a coach mm-hmm. and at the club. So um, it's it's a balancing act, isn't it? But it'd be tremendous if you could do both. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the, the start of this year, um, I think the same with any team, the, the under-18s and the 16s took a real hit because of COVID. But we've managed to pull two kids through the under-18s with us and they're pretty much with us full-time now, uh, which is brilliant again. Um, and I've got kids that, you know, I, I was coaching at under-20s uh, before, prior to COVID who they've come so, so so far. And I genuinely believe that a couple of them could move up a league and, and, you know, who knows. But they could certainly move up a league and it's I'm proud to see all these kids develop and we'll just keep going the best we are. But we always we always try and give people a chance and that's what this team was you know made for, to give players a chance to play because we had so many that had finished in the 20s um, and they had nowhere to play. Um, and that was the whole reason that you know myself and Jan put this team together, um, and that's what we'll keep doing, developing everyone. That's exactly what we want to do. Because that's the thing we we need to mention: the fact you were the under twenties coach before COVID, and and here you are uh, on on the senior side of things now as well. How excited are you about 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 the future? Yeah, I love it. If I'm honest, I'd, if I could see myself, you know, seven eight years ago, I didn't think I'd be in this position because I'd sort of fell out with the sport. Um, but now I'm really enjoying it. And I can see what all the lads are enjoying it and all the effort and commitment that it takes off the ice is worthwhile when you know, you've got a group of 25, 25 players that are all buying into it with you. It's a good feeling. and I'm, I'm in it for long run, hopefully, as long as Sutton will keep having me. 
um, and we keep doing, you know, keep doing things right, then I'm in it for as long as I can be. Hopefully, I can't see, I can't give you an end date. So I just want it to be as long as we can. Well, it's certainly been a good season thus far, uh, that's for sure. And uh, with five games remaining, uh, these two tricky away games coming up in the league, but certainly qualified for, for the playoffs. Uh, how, how much are you looking forward to, to what's left of the season, Matt, and, and what's possible at the Sting? Um, yeah, I can't wait. This is what all season's about, you know, getting to the playoffs. I've, I've not hid behind the fact that I think we should have been doing better at the start, like I said. But yeah, can't wait to see what the season season ends. Uh, you know, I'm going to give plenty of people ice time over the next five games. We'll just roll four lines, um, and and we'll see how we go. And then you know, for the playoffs, who knows? It's one game. Last year we lost the whole by a goal. We played really well. Who knows who we'll get this time? But the, the aim is to win the playoffs. I'd be lying if I said that it wasn't. And I think we genuinely could if we turn up on the on the day and, and do our best. Well, Matt Jeffcock, uh, player coach of the Sutton Sting, a big, big thank you for taking the time out of your day to join us on this week's show. Big congratulations uh, on this uh, unbeaten run that the club's on. Big congratulations on making it through to the playoffs this season and uh, all the best in the coming matches. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Take care. Thank you. Sutton Sting player coach Matt Jeffcock there joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And that's it for this week's show. A big thank you to all my guests this week for joining me. Remember, for all the latest goings-on from the world of British Ice Hockey, you can visit the website www.britishicehockey.co.uk. But I'm in Ben, and you all make sure you all have a lovely and safe weekend. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.